This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. One of my favorite things about day three, the final day, was Brian Callahan wearing his name, little name tag, saying, hey, my name is Brian. Remember me? Uh, Because we are so used to the Cincinnati Bengals getting those offensive picks early. You know, Dax Hill was picked first last year, and then they go Cam Taylor Britt in the second round. Uh, But they do. They get their wide receiver. And I think, you know, you you hear the reaction. Are they going to get a tight end? Are they going to get a running back here? Uh, Tyler Scott's still available. You see a former UC Bearcat. Will they go that route? But they decide to go out of Purdue. Why receiver charlie jones what did you think about that um charlie jones is a guy that flashes on tape a lot i think uh he's not we'll get into it but i think it's it's a fine pick there's other guys i would go with for some reasons but to get into the good i mean this guy's you know very refined i think he's a good return man and uh he beat some high-level corners in the Big Ten, whether he's facing Illinois, which everybody who plays in Il- at Illinois got drafted, it seems, on defense. And uh, he beat, you know, DJ Turner at Michigan. And he, he's just – he had all these great games. He's doing that at, I believe, 25 years old, which is something to think about. So he's, you know, a lot of – it's a, a man among boys, <laughs> literally. Um, he's been in college since 2017, uh, where he started at Buffalo and then he transferred. So he's redshirted his first year. He played his second year. Then he transfers to Iowa, walks on, undergoes surgery, sits out 2019. And then 2020 through 2022, he plays at, or 2020 through 2021, he plays at Iowa. Then he transfers again. And now he's at Purdue where he was named second team All-American, led FBS in receptions. He opted out of the bowl game, but, uh, 12 touchdowns, 1,361 yards, 110 receptions. I think there is a possible high and high, not high, but there is a possible ceiling with him as a good, I think that's what you're hoping for. It's just like a good starting slot receiver that's cheap. Uh, he ran a really good three cone and short shuttle. He had some good jumps. He's a four four three guy, which, you know, sneaky athleticism, I guess would be. <laughs> the phrase under 200 pounds, almost just about six feet tall. Uh, he fits height, but I was a little surprised they took somebody so slender. They usually like them six feet, 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he does flash on tape, but he's a six year senior. That's the one thing that I, I do lean. And this is why I talk so much about how much I think Murphy's ceiling is there. I do lean these guys that can produce at like 18, 19, 20 years old. And Jamar Chase is the guy that really turned me towards that, which I, I was super high on Jamar Chase coming out. But I almost feel like I wasn't high enough, even though I put him down as a top five prospect, best in the class type situation. I had him right below Penny Sewell and Sewell also performed well at a young age. But maybe we should really consider when you're 19 years old and beating up on future NFL players that this guy's going to get better. And when he gets better, 
how much, you know, he's already beating NFL players. How much better is that going to be? Jones beat NFL players in uh, at Purdue, but he did so at 25 years old. And it makes you wonder when he's going to be 26 years old, his rookie year, which is a little crazy to say that's, that's up there. But uh, is he, or is he going to be 25 or 26? He was born October 29th, 1998. So that will be uh, 25 years old, not 26, my bad, but 25 years old, you know, as a rookie, he might be as good as he gets because that's around your athletic peak. He's not going to get much more athletic and he's already pretty refined. I do think it was a good pick though. Cause I think he's going to end up being a starting level slot player, but uh, just a, just a lot there to think about with uh, him being so much older than everybody else on the field. So everybody's kind of leaning towards this is going to be a Tyler Boyd replacement. And with him being a little bit older, how do you feel about that? Sure. I, that is what it would be. Uh, right now, he's the Trent Taylor replacement. Like, I think when I'm projecting out the – to me, I would be surprised if it's not this. But uh, to me, the Bengals wide receiver chart for next year is going to be the obvious three at the top, Chase, Boyd, Higgins. But then you're going to keep Trent Irwin, I think, because you don't have another guy on the outside that can play right away. Charlie Jones can play a little bit outside, but he's probably more of a slot guy. You're going to keep Charlie Jones. He's your fourth round pick. And then you got two slots left. One of those is, to me, going to go to Stanley Morgan because special teams blocking everything else. And the other one goes to the guy we're going to talk about, Andrea Iosivis. Iosivis? He actually, what I love about him is he actually has it on his Twitter account and it's Yosivos. Yoshi Vosh. Yoshi Vosh. Yoshi Yoshi Vosh. Yoshi Yoshi Vosh. Yoshi Vosh. Yeah, Yoshi Vosh. Okay, we made it. We got it. We got it. But uh, but yeah, no, I I think it's it's gonna be. Well, you said you would have taken other wide receivers. Who who would you take? Well, some of the guys I would have taken fell even further from what I'm remembering. I like Xavier Hutchinson as a possible Tyler Boyd down the road replacement at Iowa State. Um, let's see where I think Parker Washington was also a fine Tyler Boyd, you know, slot type guy. Uh, no, Hutchinson was also a fifth year senior. So maybe I should, but he, he was producing 771 yards in 2020 when he was, uh, 20 years old. Uh, so I, I do think that th- there's something there with that. I thought AT Perry fell pretty far, another fifth year senior. So old, a lot of these wide receivers were kind of old is uh, something to fall back on, which I remember it was um, Matt Minnick mentioned that. He said there's like a cliff when you're looking at the wide receivers where they're young at the at the upper echelon. The guys are going to go early. I think I would have taken Tyler Scott <laughs> because 21 years old, he produced pretty well. He wasn't a super producer, and he's a little short for what they like. But that's another guy I think I would have taken just for the speed. And, you know, if he's a slot guy, he doesn't need to be the biggest. I think they want a guy that can moonlight outside, which Charlie Jones can do a little bit better than Tyler Scott, I think. But uh, those are a few guys. But I hope I'm wrong, first of all. But uh, to go with that, I'm I, I not saying Charlie Jones was a bad pick. His nickname's Chuck Sizzle. That's great. Uh it's gonna I'm, fit right in. I know. I'm. I'm hoping he's a high end guy. It's just, man, when you're 25 to start your career, that just feels. We'll see. Odds are stacked against him, but I, I saw. I think Joe Goodberry mentioned it. Odds have been stacked against this guy probably his entire 
life, you know, collegiate career. He's had to transfer twice, sit out, all these other things. I think he's a two-star recruit to make the NFL already is a long shot. So I'm in. I'm into him having an awesome career. Um, Just not my personal favorite pick, although I think he'll end up being a fine starting level player. I just, I do lean a little bit towards the potential, especially with those later picks to get a guy that you think like, man, maybe this guy could be as good or maybe even better than Tyler Boyd, or at least as good. Cause I, I don't know if I see Chuck Sizzle becoming as good as Tyler Boyd. At this moment, I think you, you, you're like my mindset going into the season with the wide receiver group is I have hope that Charlie Jones is better than Trenton Irwin and Trent Taylor. I, yeah, I mean, that's the hope. I do think, and we have talked a lot about it, Trent Irwin was more outside. He's big. He's Eric Decker, not Julian Edelman. Uh, Charlie Jones, yeah, 6'3". Uh, Charlie Jones, a little smaller, under six feet. Or, yeah, a little under six feet tall. Julian Edelman. So he's the more Julian Edelman. When he catches the touchdown, you can yell, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker type. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think him and Irwin really play the same position. I do think this is good. When you just think about that AFC championship game, Tyler Boyd goes down and Trent Taylor wasn't able to do it from the slot. And Trent Irwin isn't really a slot guy. So now you've got a guy that is a slot guy in Charlie Jones, who's maybe a little bit more dynamic as a return guy than Taylor. I, I do think this pick is just bad news for Trent Taylor. I don't I would be surprised if he makes the makes the 53 man roster. Today's his birthday, too. Oh, goodness. Um, so dang. dang. Uh, you go from uh, all the wide receiver picks to double dipping in the draft to, hey, your birthday's today. Uh, but, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with, with Charlie Jones. It, it's someone who, I mean, I don't feel like we, we talked enough about because I didn't think they would go two rounds in wide receiver. I thought they would get a wide receiver in this draft, but it didn't feel like a super strong class. So it kind of fourth or fifth round is what we really talked about during um, the offseason of when they'd probably go that route. The fifth round pick. This seems really exciting, according to a lot of people who watched him play. And I know he's had a little bit of tread on the tire. Chase Brown, running back. Looks like they got their running back, too. And Joe Mixon's going to be here to stay. We'll get to all the Joe Mixon going to be here for the season stuff later. But Chase Brown, what do you think of him? Older. Another guy that's older. But I like him. I think I like him a little bit more. I, there, there's some stuff I'm not a super big fan of. He had a twin brother on the team, by the way, Sydney, uh, not was it Sydney? Uh, I'm trying to look it's it up right Sydney. now. Yes, okay, Sydney Jones or Sydney Brown. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> that's why I was thinking. I was like, it's not Sydney Jones. Uh, Sydney Brown. He's uh, Chase Brown started at Western Michigan, transferred to Illinois, and he was he produced in 2021 and 2022. He's 23 years old. Uh, he's a little bit stout. A little shorter but he's over 200 pounds um he's he really blew up the senior bowl i believe i don't know if we'll be able to get jim Nagy on the show but i'm sure he'll have him on over the next couple weeks yep love to talk chase brown um yeah he's to me i think if you give him a runway he is a dynamic home run hitter i question his ability to remain upright through contact uh, and to make guys miss too much. Although he did that at a pretty good level. I just see him more as a guy that he's going to maximize what's given to him. I'm not sure he's going to do a ton more than that. He's kind of rotational back in my mind. He's got great vision. He's really patient. He explodes through the hole. He does a lot of like 
if you wanted to listen to our running back coach talk, he's probably going to do everything that running back coach talks about, you know, slow to it, fast through it, it, like everything there. He's an experienced pass protector, but I saw him get railroaded enough and I got heat from this. Somebody asked me if he was a good pass protector. I was like, well, not really. And, uh, so that's what's wild because Todd McShay going into the commercial break goes, oh, Andy's great pass blocker. Unless he was just rambling because he was getting to late in the draft and just said, oh, running back, great pass blocker. But he said that and I was like, oh, pass blocker. All right. Sounds great. But then there is like a, there's like another reaction to it of saying like, no, not so much. Yeah, it's we'll see. It's hard to project to the NFL with your pass protection. I just saw a guy that experienced but wasn't great at it um i saw him get railroaded a little bit i saw him lose some of those matchups and you're going to lose those matchups as a running back sometimes but i was just hoping to see him really what i always saw was good processing knowing what he's supposed to do getting in the way and that was about it he wasn't like stonewalling these guys like he's zeke elliott or samaj ap ryan or whoever so if that is the plan and he is stout, he's got some natural leverage. That's the scouting term for being short, uh, uh, you know, but he plays, you know, leverage is good. He, he's low. It's hard to move a guy that's lower. I think if he gets his technique really refined, he could be a high end pass protector, 209 pounds. That's not slight. Uh, and he, the effort is there. The processing is there. It's just the final execution. And that is probably better than what Mixon is able to do at this point, just because Mixon, he gives the effort. That's about it. You add processing with Chase Brown, at least from what I saw, and that will help out there. But um, I, he is a good runner, I think is what I always come back to. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has like, some really, really fun runs, just like a 70 yard run or something this year. If everything gets blocked up correctly, does he make the safety miss and do that? I don't know. Does he make the safety's angle wrong because he's super fast? Maybe that's what I would think. And uh, it's just getting through that first and second level. If he gets the runway, he is gone. He's slow to it faster. He's going to make the most out of all of these runs. It's just, I don't see him as the type to make two guys miss, run somebody over, stay on his feet and make those type of runs. I see him more, a little bit more um, Raheem Mostert's like that too, where Raheem Mostert's not, you know, making tons of guys miss. He's gotten better at running guys over and staying on his feet, but he's not making a ton of guys miss doing all that other stuff. He's a guy that he's going to go, 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 go. And if you make a mistake, if you get blocked up correctly, he's gone. And that's what I'm thinking and hoping that Chase Brown is able to bring. I think a lot of people get worried a little bit just because of how many hits he's probably taken over the last few yeah, seasons. Yeah, there's um, there's quite a bit of uh, tread on the tire. Or, uh, no. I know. I'm like, I think I said it wrong, but but uh, but yeah, he's taken some hits. He's taken some hits. But the thing is, I want people to know this. I don't see the Bengals doing another con. Like they'll they'll give their rookie running backs their contract, their their four year. They'll get he'll get four years in Cincinnati, and I don't see them doing another Joe Mixon type of situation where they're like, oh, here's your second contract for a running back. So things could change in four years. We don't know what that's going to look like. Um, so I think that mindset, you don't have to think long-term in the running back room. You think of right now, this guy's going to yeah. more than 
basically be your RB2. You needed to get a running back. And um, when we we do talk to Jim Nagy, it will be over the next few weeks. We'll get to know a little more about him from the Senior Bowl. So I'm really excited about that. But right now, wide receiver, they get their wide receiver and running back in the fourth and fifth round. We'll go ahead and get to the sixth and seventh round next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.